In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus the Good Shepherd. It's classic stuff. It's almost a fallback, right? Like, name a psalm that more people know than the 23rd Psalm. It fits almost anything. It works almost anywhere. It's so familiar, it feels like a Midwest casserole. Like, maybe you're not actually from down here. You fled from the cold, and you actually have your own recipe. But let's be honest, even if you don't, all of them pretty much look just like the rest. I mean, you know what it is. There are pretty common ingredients. It's carbs and red meat and cheese and more cheese. It works. It's a classic. It's not distinct, but it doesn't have to be. Trust me, it's great. It is a classic formula that has been passed down from one person with high cholesterol to the next all the way through time. Jesus is the good shepherd. And it kind of has that same vibe. You all can imagine the same general picture. You have seen the same general paintings. They all kind of look more or less the same. But this is supposed to be specific. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The goodness of the shepherd is not in his affection, but his sacrifice. We confuse the two. And that's not good, because it's really hard to cover, or it's really, really hard to cuddle a sheep that is covered in mud and, dear God, I hope that's mud. So the real sheep that Jesus loves and holds and has affection toward, they must be awful clean. Almost sinless, right? That's how we tend to imagine it. It's how we paint all the paintings. Jesus loves the pure white little sheep. They are adorable. They don't smell. They're not covered in anything. They never try and bite him. Everything is so clean that Jesus can literally wear a white robe while he works with them, and that's just fine. Jesus is the good shepherd, and we are the sheep that he loves. We tend to paint with the same kind of broad strokes. You have heard it before. Blah, 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 sheep are dumb and they just have to follow, and blah, 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 Jesus is very patient with dumb sheep, and so he leads them. I've preached it before. I know you've heard it before, and honestly, I'll, I'll probably preach it again. Because it just goes down a little bit easier when we generalize it to the point where it's more tasteful. See, it's actually really easy to cuddle dumb. I just don't want to cuddle the muddy ones. I love my kids when they try and reason something out and end up just way off base out of left field. It's adorable. I can hug them and hold them. It's harder to do that, though, when they throw up. Jesus is the good shepherd. It's true. But when we can only see that generic picture of him being affectionate toward clean, white sheep, we start to see each other's filth as something that God won't embrace. Because even though we see Jesus as the good shepherd in general, we don't see fault in general. We don't deal with the hurt that others have done to us in broad strokes. We don't rehash the arguments that we wish we would have won in the shower in generalities. We don't replay our greatest shames over and over in our head without great attention to detail. See, it gets real specific when it comes to all that stuff. And with sin that specific, the gospel in general just isn't worthless because nobody actually looks like a pure white sheep down here. It's actually dangerous because some of us don't even feel all that clean ourselves. We actually feel it to our very souls. We are filthy from where we have been, from what we have seen, 
from what we have done, from what's been done to us. It's a pollution, worse than mud. And just like the mud in the clean house, it tends to leave us with the feeling that that kind of mud doesn't belong in here. See, all of us find the kinds of faults with each other and with ourselves that won't let you see yourself as God's sheep at all. See, the gospel in general, it feels great for us because we don't have to think about that stuff. The gospel in general is easier, though, because most of us have actually been out so long in the muck and the mire that we don't even realize that we smell anymore even if we still feel like something's a little bit off. But when the gospel is preached in general, it doesn't actually address anything that's wrong. It's just a nice old painting of how we really wish the world would look, but doesn't. I am the good shepherd, says our Lord, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Which means Jesus really actually knows what we look like all too specifically and still lays down his life for you he still lays down his life for me our good shepherd when he saw us not clean innocent pure white driven snow lambs but covered in filth and sin and doing awful despicable things to ourselves and each other our lord jesus christ the good shepherd saw all of these things and loved us so much that he would come down into the filth, into the muck, into the sin, and bear our infirmities, bear our iniquities, bear our sickness and our sin and our muck and our death upon that cross. There he bled and died for you. There he laid down his life for you and takes it back up again. For Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And here we have a victory that gives us something to look at when everything else feels wrong. Here, we have a love that is expressed to us in more than generalities. Here, we have something mighty specific. A God who loves you, and it looks like that. A God who will hold you, and it looks like that. A God who will not abandon you to everything that has gone wrong, and it looks like that. Where our Lord bled and died for you, laid down his life, and took it back up again to save you from the wolf. That is what the sheep then start to look like. It's not about how white or muddy we are. It's about how the Good Shepherd would see us. This is how our Lord would know us, through that cross, through the forgiveness won there for you and for me, through the holiness brought there for you and for me. And so this is how we can even know each other. We are the ones for whom the Good Shepherd laid down his life. You are somebody that Jesus loved so much that he would give his own life. So when you can hardly look at yourself in the mirror for what you see, you can know that God saw all of that and more too. But he still chose to call you his. He still chose to sacrifice for you. He still loves you and laid down his life for you. And so your worth, your value, your purity comes from that and only that. And nothing you have ever done can change that fact because nothing you have ever done can uncrucify your God. And your neighbor, that you can hardly stand to think about, let alone see, well, he's somebody that Jesus sees as the same. Somebody that the Good Shepherd laid down his life for and took it back up again. Because this is what Christianity is. It is not a measurement of the sheep, but the shepherd. 
The good shepherd lays down his life, takes it back up again to lead a mud-covered flock into green pastures of the very same resurrection. This is the gospel. Because the gospel in general is worthless, but the gospel for you is everything. So instead of looking for outward white, look inward and see what the Lord sees. Your baptism. Your baptism washes you daily from all sin. Your baptism cleanses you in holiness, not just from the things that you have done, but even from that which has been done to you. Let shame drown in the font with guilt. Let death die in the waters with old Adam, that the new man would rise with Christ to live in righteousness and purity forever, not by your works, but by his victory. These are the ones who hear his voice. These are the ones who receive his gifts. The Gentiles, not of the fold of Israel, receive it. The thieves on the crosses receive it. We are not known by our muck or our mire, our shame or our sin. We are known by our God. We are the ones that Jesus died for. We are his sheep, the ones that he saved from the wolf. So for you who feel too unclean, for you who see others as even worse, for you who know someone not in the fold today, but wish to God that they were, Know that every fault that we find with ourselves and with each other, for everything we would use to mark somebody as not a sheep, know that God does not measure his sheep by our works, but only by his sacrifice, his gifts, his name. And then know peace. In the name of Jesus, amen.